0: welcome to semper sometimes with benny so um this is not planned this is just a uh, just a random episode uh it's on recruiting duty um and i want to talk about so i had uh trying to gather my thoughts so I had these, so I'll tell you the story. Right, so about a week ago, um, I did an episode about I think I called it Manny Petty, um, and I was talking about you know micromanagement, and I was talking about leadership and, and stuff like that. I believe, um, and the reason why I had that episode was because, like I said, in, in that episode, that this dude hit me up and asked me for some advice, um, and he told me this all this stuff was going on in his office. He's talking about how the, the boss took his P, the keys away from the PCS. He was talking about how he won't even get, you know, go into his AO because his boss won't just wants him to sit in the office and make 200 some odd TCs a day. But they're all showing that like bro the TCs ain't doing it. And um and then, you know, I already went through that with the episode, so it was in that episode, right? So then now a week later, um I get a call from I get a message from another dude. And he's saying the same thing. And lo and behold, I find out they're both from the same RSS. And they both stumbled upon my podcast. And they both liked what I was saying. So they both wanted to get my opinion on stuff, right? So first and foremost, the thing that I keep saying, but I'm going to say it in every episode because I don't want to one day get in trouble for you know some crazy shit, right? I am not an 8412. Um, I am somebody who wanted to be an 8412. I am somebody who spent four years on the duty. I am somebody who went through a lot of things, um, learned from a lot of things, and I still have a lot of friends who are on the duty, and/or friends who are eighty-four twelves. So I am always talking to them, picking their brains, asking for feedback on every one of these episodes. Every one of these episodes, before I air it, I have an eighty-four twelve listen to it, um, and I kind of get their take on it, um, and. Uh, so this dude calls me. He's telling me the same thing. He's like, hey, man, you know, brand new to the streets. Been out here like only a month. And, you know, I started asking him these questions. And the dude's like, I asked him. I was like, oh, okay, well, what does your mission letter say? Oh, I don't even know what that is. What's a mission letter? I'm like, what? This dude talking about how he's having all these appointments, these interviews, but his boss is kind of like, you know, pushing these kids away. And, and it seems like you know, all this stuff, right? And uh, so I'm talking to the dude. And you know I actually learned this yesterday when I was at a a small bible group, you know, and they were talking about feedback um and in the Marine Corps, you know when you go to when you go to to the uh staff and c o i c course, you know you learn about coaching and counseling, you learn about feedback you learn about these things right and um so it wasn't foreign to me it was something that I had learned before, but this was like a different take on it it was a Christian take on it, right and um the thing they said was. First thing you got to do is you start off when you before you give feedback, you ask, you know, you ask, hey, are you willing to receive feedback? Are you ready? Are you in a place to where I can give you some feedback? Right. So what I was telling this dude was, listen, man, and I've never I've never thought about things like this until just now because of this thing I'm learning. Right. And I wish I had. Right. So I'm giving you guys this advice because I think it's something that could be useful. Right. And then as I gave this advice to them, both of them were like, wow, I never thought about like that. Okay, so number one, number one, we got to come from a a place of love. You know, we got to come to this dude, the staff in CIC, and first of all, come to him as a man, right? So if you guys are having issues in an office, you know, with a Marine, whether he's an 8412, whether he's not a career recruiter or not, you know, at the end of the day, we're all men. You know, and sometimes we forget that, especially being in the military. We forget that um, because people take it's way too seriously sometimes or sometimes we get we just let things get to our head right so if you're having an issue in your office with your staff and CIC or whoever it is, whoever it may be come to them in a place of love um because first of all we're all marines and we're brothers right we believe in that semper fi, that is that spirit of core um, that camaraderie right and if you come to somebody and you fi- and you come off like you're attacking they're immediately going to put up their guard and they're not going to listen to anything you have to say but if you're coming to them, like, for instance, the staff in CYC, at the end of the day, what happens to the staff in CYC every month? What happens? If you don't know this, I feel horrible, but what happens to the staff in CYC every month in the first of the month? Right around the end of the month or the first of the month, he's going to get a mission letter. And he's going to be told, hey, you were on a mission of this, right? At the end of the day, if that if that staff in CYC, if that RSS does not make mission, whose fault is it? like anything else in the Marine Corps, it is his fault. Everything falls on him. He's the one that's going to be the one who gets the backlash, okay? Now, mind you, sometimes, immediately, that staff and COIC says, oh, well, it was this dude's fault. It was this recruiter's fault. It was this recruiter's fault. And a lot of times, they won't go back and say, you know what? It was my fault. It was my training or it was my lack of training. But what I want to really bring to this moment, and this is what I was telling them is, okay, well, what do we know about this? Like, Because we got to remember when you, if any of you guys call me for advice, you got to remember, I'm only going to understand one side of the story because that other person isn't telling me, right? So I can't I can't give you the best advice because I'm not there in the situation. I can only tell you from what you're telling me. Um, so the first thing we have to do is understand that, well, Number one, you're not the staff and c i c you're not living in his shoes, you're not in his mind. you don't know what he's going through. you don't know what kind of pressure the command's putting on him and the other thing is you don't know what training he's had, so maybe you know this this staff and c o hasn't gotten the best training and maybe he feels inadequate in his training and that's why he does the micromanaging because he doesn't feel like he can let you be alone. Or he doesn't feel like he's trained you enough because he doesn't know how to train you enough for you to be able to be alone. So there's a lot of different things that could be going on. Um, but but what I need you to do is that if these are things that are going on, right, if you let them go on forever, then you're going to continue to miss mission, right? So what you need to do, or what I would suggest that you do, um, is don't go to him as an individual. Why? Because if you'd go to him as an individual, one, nothing might change. Two, you don't have proof that you went to him. Okay. Now, again, I'm not saying go as a whole office. I'm not saying that's all up to you. But you have to, number one, you have to come prepared. And you have to come at him in a place of love. So, some suggestions, what you might do. You might do, you know, all the Marines in an office, sit down. You guys collectively come together and you say, okay, hey, these are the list of what's good going on. And this is what you, so you come at them. Hey, man, this is what you're doing really good. We appreciate this. We appreciate that. Even if there's nothing you can think of that's good, try to find one thing. There's got to be something. And then you come at him and you tell him the things that are going on. You tell him how you guys feel. You also analyze. You do your own analysis. You know, you do your own analysis of numbers and you tell them, like, listen, man, you know, you're telling us to make these 250 TCs. But if you look up my numbers, I actually make better TCs at this time. I actually this is better for my A.O. or this is better for my A.O. Or you tell them, hey, you know, we all feel like we're lacking training in this point, or in this point, or in this point. And the, the reason why I say this is because a lot of times. When you're a staff in COIC, you have so much on your shoulders that you you and I'm not excusing it or anything like that but you know a lot of times you just lose sight of what's important and you're so focused on you know the numbers the TCs because because pe- what happens you have people giving you a call you got ops or operations calling you hey why didn't you make this why didn't you hit that why didn't you hit that so at your own level you have to deflect those things off of your marines right but the thing is is that as as marines and as men that office has to come to him in a place of love and just talk to him. Now, mind you, if you do this, if you come from this place of love, and if you tell him these things and a week or so goes by and things don't change, then maybe the next course of action is that most senior Marine in that office, the two most senior Marines in that office. Now your next course of action is, all right, you know what, man, we all came to you. We told you this, and now maybe that next step is we go to that ARI, that Assistant Recruiting Instructor. We say, "Hey, stat And the gunny, because not of 10 they are their gunnies. Well, they got to be gunny because they're twelve. So yeah, so you go to them and you're "Hey, gunny," you know. And mind you, I don't know everybody's ARI's, but I know mine. Um, when I was out there, and every one of my ARI's I could trust and I could talk to, I never really had an issue with that. So you know, you come at them with like a man, and the same thing, you know, hey. Gunny, you know this is what we've seen, and this is the suggestions that we've made, and this is what we wanted to do. Um, but he's not really doing this. This in the third, you know, he's not training us. He's, you know, he's not giving us that morning training. I haven't even received the mission letter. Um, and again, this isn't about throwing this marine under the bus because the reality of it is that now at this point, you you not being a blue falcon because you went to this marine and you told him, hey, listen, bro, we all feel this way. And these are things that got to change because inevitably nobody, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you, if you feel this way, but in my opinion, no one wakes up wanting to be a failure, especially in the Marine Corps. Like, and if you do, bro, then you need to get out, but nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I want to fail today. Like there's no recruiting station in all of the world that out there right now is okay with losing. There's something going on in that office. There's some kind of issue in that office that hasn't been brought to light. Um, and it's funny because when I suggested this to them and I said, you guys that have come from a place of love, the dude said, there's not much love. Dot. Literally just said, there's not much love. And that's a problem. Because, again, it's Semper Fi, man. And, and here we are on Semper Sometimes talking about, oh, well, there's not much love. Well, why the hell not? You know, and it and it's something that I'm gonna to talk to my boy Bryce about. You know, mess on mess on Snyder, but um, he's gonna come on the on the on the com on the call, and we're gonna talk about it. You know, here in a couple of days. But you know, me and him were just talking about it. Like, I've never met the man. I've literally just talked to him through Instagram, had a bunch of phone calls, but then we just met. You know, mutual friends, and um, he's been in my life for like the past year and a half now, and uh, he's completely changed my life. You know, he really he's helped me a lot spiritually, mentally you know, with my walk with Christ and, and he's really been able to help me out. But, you know, it, it's something that me and him were talking about was like, and I've I've said it forever and it felt so good to hear somebody say it that wasn't myself. The Marine Corps recruiting has lost that sense of family. They've lost that, sem- that sense of camaraderie that it could, because again, it's, you know, you go to the schoolhouse, you go to the school, you learn how to do the job, and you're told from the jump, "Oh, it's an individual duty." In my opinion, y'all need to scratch that because it's not an individual duty. Yeah, sure, you you know, you you schedule your S and R, you schedule your thing, but listen, man, if you if you think ever in your life, in an individualistic manner, then you're never gonna win. You can't because you you can't. God didn't. God did, whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God, but the reality of it is, is that we were never intended to be alone, which is God, why God created man and woman. We, we were, we were to get wed. you know, now mind you, I get it. Not everyone's going to get wed. but the point of the being is, is, that God created more people to be around. You know, he, when he created Adam and Eve, he said, it's not good for you to be alone. So what i'm trying to get at is that all of these offices if you really look at these offices that are failing the question that i would ask you is are they a family do they do family events do they go out together do they go area canvassing together do they make phone calls together do they do training together you know is there a place of love you know maybe you got to go and do that that stuff they talk about where you know, you hold, you know, you hold the stress ball and the only person that can talk is the person that's holding it and until you pass it off. Because the reality of it is, is that there, there's just a lot. I feel like there's a lot of hatred or discontent in a lot of these places. You know, in, a, in another conversation I was having with my other boy last night, he's still out there on the duty. Um, We were recruiters together and now he's a boss um but we were just talking about it and i was like you know a, a big reason why we don't you know sometimes we feel like we only think we only think think centrally right we only think about our office we only think about our rss um recruiting substation um and we just think about okay us making mission but we're not looking at the bigger picture and we're not looking at the fact okay well listen guys like if each individual RSS, like, so I was in New Jersey. We have 14 stations, right? If each individual RSS isn't doing their job, then guess what? That means that I'm going to have to take contracts from this office. I'm going to have to take shippers from this office. Now, do things happen? Of course. But the problem that you have is that you don't have an entire state of people that are working and living on one cell. Sil- on, you're not working in unison. And it's also because, again... A lot of times the whole Marine Corps mentality is lost out here. And what happens is that you over here, Sergeant so-and-so, doesn't care about Sergeant so-and-so across the state because you don't know him like that. You only talk to that dude once in a blue moon. So realistically, guess what? Simplifies out the window, and you don't care if he goes home. All you care about is your office and your fighting hole. But the problem is, is that at some point, guess what you're probably going to need? You're probably going to need some cover and support. You're probably going to need some firepower from some alliances in the area. So the reality of it is, and again, like I've said before, I'm not infantry, but you, we have to live the, our lives in the mentality like that. Have a good solid fire team. Have a good solid training team. You know, have a good plan. You know, And, again, these are all things that I'm saying, but I would have never said these on recruiting duty because, again, it's just things I didn't have. Maybe I didn't have the time to think about, but, you know, it's just you have to be able to come at each other in a place of love. And, and you know, and I realized this because, like, I, if you talk to anybody I was a recruiter with or I was a staff and CIC with, I would have never said this. I've never said anything like this. Like it's crazy that this is even coming out of my mouth. Why? Because bro, I shoot people out. I yelled at people. I threw tables. I threw chairs. I flipped out on people. Um, I called people obscenities. Um, and it's very crazy that I'm even saying these things. But it's because you realize, like, all of those things that I did. What did it do? The moment that I threw that table, everybody in the room stopped listening. The moment that I. I I called that person, whatever I called them, they lost respect for me. You know, the moment that I, you know, maybe if I hadn't chewed out Ray as much as I chewed out Ray, maybe he would have, you know, been better. But maybe he wouldn't have, you know, I don't know. Because if you look at Ray now, he ended his tour with, you know, writing six bats that he believed he would have never done. So, you know, it's one of those things where you never know. But um, back to what I was saying initially, the reality of it is, is that, you have to adapt and you have to overcome. And sometimes, whether you're a recruiter, whether you're a staff and CEO, you gotta take a second to just look back and be like, "Bro, bro, if I'm if I haven't made month made mission in two or three months, what what am I doing?" But at the same time, I'm like, "Bro," and I get it. People are short, man. Whatever it is, man. But, bro if there's an office of Marines that are going 10 months without making mission, or you got guys who, you know, are, are, and now mind you back to what I was saying with my boy, th- this is, you know, I was going to have this, inter- this conversation with somebody else, but whatever, it never came on. So I'll just talk about it to you guys and to myself, Chris, Again, it's an operating system for the recruiting command, right? So for those of you who don't know, that's what it is, right? So, it's where you do everything, you know, your sales, you 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 put in notes for people, you have a high school list and all these things. The problem that people have with McChrys, right, is that you, everybody, the moment you go out there on the street, the first thing you hear the day you get out there is, bro, McChrys is horrible. It don't work. It's never going to work. Okay, well, now you just put that thought in somebody's head so they're never going to use it. Then on top of that, nine times out of ten, nobody fully understands how to use it, and you don't find out until years later, and you're like, wow, I wish I knew that then. So what I'm saying is that the reason why nobody likes McCris isn't because of that it doesn't work. It's because, one, you don't know how to use it effectively, and two, you're not using it effectively. So, i.e., the list scheduling card, okay? And mind you, I haven't been on recruiting duty in like six months, so I might be wrong. I believe it's the list scheduling card, but... When you, yeah, so when you, the whole purpose of the list scheduling card, if you don't know this, here's some training for you, put it in your training jacket and sign that shit. put my initial next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, the whole purpose of it is, so say for instance, Mid, New Jersey, right? So I'm going to call Middletown North. Middletown North is not my AO. I'm going to schedule that list to be called on these such and such dates and times, right? And. What you have to do, and this is what no one does, is people do this, but they don't close out the they don't close out the event. But if you were to really actually sit here and use the program the way that it's supposed to be programmed, what you would do is you would actually create a chain of events that you can now look back on. So you would actually be able to say, okay, you know what? Last week on Monday, I called, you know, that list, I made this many TCs and telephone calls, and I realized that no one answers at this time. Then you call back, you call the next week, and you call the next week, and you start doing this, and now what have you done? You've developed numbers, and you've developed comments because you're closing out each event, and you're putting, oh, well, I made calls this time, didn't work. I made calls this time. Now, eventually... You know, 30, 90 days, it all depends. But, you know, people say normally like 90 days to get that good number, 60 to 90 days. You know, you get this number and now you understand your numbers. So now, mind you, if you were to do this for an extension, substantial amount of time and you weren't to just, you know, throw in f- bullshit numbers and you weren't fudging numbers, you would be able to, at the end of the month. At the end of the week, go over your numbers and actually understand. So when people say throw the numbers out, like my boy Stan, you can't do that. It's the reason why people say throw the numbers out is because you don't understand the numbers because you didn't take the time to understand the system. You didn't understand to make you didn't take the time to make your job easier. Um, and on top of that, when you leave two three years from now, and all the recruiters out there that are finishing up their tour, and all the recruiters who just got out there, just think about this, right? If you were to walk into your RSS and you were to, and someone was to show you, your staff and CEO was able to do proper training, and he was to show you how to use the schedule card, what would be, what would happen if somebody actually used that product to what it was supposed to? You, instead of you now having to developing a plan, you would be able to fall in suit with that recruiter who just spent three years of his life in that freaking AO, and you would know, okay, well, guess what? For the past three years, this dude found out that making phone calls at this time on this day for that school is the only time it works. Because now you have the production value. You have the numbers to prove this is now a fact. But now, because nobody uses the program for what it's supposed to be. Guess what? You can't do that. It's the same thing with take ones. You know, you can't. No, you know, you're losing value out there. You know, everybody's so against them or they don't work no more. You know why they don't work? Because you don't put them up. It's that simple. You know, my boy Santana, bro, he used to put take stands in all these different places. And guess what? Bro, he got free contracts all the time because some dude went online or some dude walked in the office and asked for Santana because of a freaking flyer that he put up somewhere. Guess what, bro? People still use them. You got freaking... Community boards all over New Jersey, all over the state. All every Wawa has a community board. Put up a flyer. Put up something. Put your face up there. Who cares? Put your go go to the go to the the on base freaking combat cameraman because every army base has one. Have them take a photo of you. Have them put that photo on a flyer and then put that flyer in every single store. So then people are going to walk by you and be like, yo, I know you from somewhere. And now you take that and you move it into a conversation. What I'm going at, I know I've gone crazy. I went from freaking talking about, you know, corrective criticism and feedback to now talking about my Chris. Bro, you, you got to understand that, again, these are just things that four years ago I never knew. But guess what? Four years ago, somebody should have said this shit. Now, now listen, 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 listen. I'm not saying that an eighty four twelve probably didn't give me this information. He may have. But we all know that when a gunny's talking to a sergeant, a lot of times we just turn that shit off. But if another sergeant who's sitting in the same fighting hole as me was to be like, hey, bro, if you do this, this, and this, it's going to make your job a lot easier. If we were to get that, things might be a little different. So what I'm trying to say is that instead of dropping your pack at the very end, be the person that you wish you could have had a changeover with. Be that person, you know, be that person to help, be that person to be there and be like, hey, listen, man, this is some of the stuff I dealt with out here. And this is some of the stuff that I've used to cope with it. These are some of the places that I went to. These are the people that I knew. You know, keep those business cards, Steve. All that stuff, and just talk to people, man, and and, and let people know. Like, listen, bro, is it going to be a hard time? Yeah, but there's a lot more to come from it, and you're going to gain a lot from it, and you're going to learn a lot from it. So, again, what I with what this whole purpose of this episode was uh was just to to just go to just be a man. You know, be a man, talk to somebody, man to man, and and tell them, you know, from a place of love, you know what what it is that you. You want to do and how you want to help them and what you see is going on. And but at the same time, you also got to remember, everybody's going through their own journey. Everyone's going through their own battle. So, you know, while you might be upset that this dude, you know, this dude is not lack is lacking in the training department or whatever it is, you know, you don't know. Maybe this guy got some shit going on at home, but he doesn't feel like he can talk to you guys. You know, or maybe the, the command is up his ass. You don't know. You have no idea. So you got to come to him in a place of love and be like, hey, listen, man, we, we all want what's best for the office. We all want to see you succeed. We all want to make this mission for you, for us, for this team. Um, But we got to do it in the right way. Re- we got to do it with the right reasons and stuff like that. So, you know, really, that's it. You know, just come at him with a place of love. Talk to him and, and just be like, listen, man, we want to be there for you. Um, And that's it. You know, I wish that these are some things that I wish I had done. Um, some hard conversations I wish I had had. Um, but yeah, I can't change that. I can only look at the future and say if I do become an eighty-four eleven again, if I do go back to recruiting duty, which is my hope, um, because that's my dream. You know, if you guys don't know, this is my dream. It's my dream to. Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to be a master gunnery sergeant on recruiting duty one day. I wanted to be able to, you know, get to go to basic recruiters course. I wanted to go to, you know, the district training team, the national training team. You know why? Because I think this is a beautiful place of leadership. I believe it's a beautiful place to grow. And I believe that it's the cornerstone of the Marine Corps. And unfortunately, it just gets too much of a bad rap. Um, and I think a huge part of it is because we say that it's an individual duty and because I feel like we just don't talk about it enough, you know, and, and, you know, and a huge part of it too is, you know, we got rid of those family readiness officers. We got rid of that, that company that used to come around and talk to people. So now who do you got to talk to? You know, you don't really have nobody to talk to. And, uh, and when you want to talk to somebody, guess what? Now I got to go get an appointment. Now I got to go Take time away from work. And then, if I say, if I go to the psychiatrist and I go talk to somebody, then what's going to happen? My boss is going to call me and be like, hey, bro, why the hell don't you have an appointment for tomorrow? And now I got to tell him, oh, well, because I was doing two hours of you know, psychiatry. Okay. Well now everything I just did in the psychiatry point is gone because now we'll be tight and mad about this. So, you know, really what I'm trying to say is that we all got to come from a place of love. We got to understand what we're coming from. We got to understand what we want to go. And, um, we just got to share a mutual understanding. You know, we got to understand that, that success is something that we breed, you know, we, we got to believe in it. We got to really want it. Um, and, and if one person in that office doesn't then that's going to be a problem um and if you're that person in that office that doesn't want it then bro just go away you know go go tell your command that you're done go tell your command that you just don't want to be doing this no more because you're bringing down an entire room of people you know you're you're failing as a marine if you're at that point in your career or seek help or whatever it is but you know come from a place of love and just be there for each other and um just really grow from it. That's it. Just grow from this experience. And and it's going to make you a better leader. And stop making excuses. You know, that's something that I really realized is that I um, I didn't. You know, I, I made a lot of excuses. And when other people make excuses, I would call them a B or whatever. But, you know, you really got to just realize that instead of making excuses, make a change. You know, instead of making excuses, do something differently. You know, say, instead of saying, oh, I don't have time, make the time. You know, do the right thing. Do do what's right by you. Do what's right by the career, like the people in the Marine Corps. Do what's right by, you know, just everything you're supposed to do. Just be the right person for the job, man. And um, that's it. You know, I, I love you guys, and I hope everything works out for you guys. And, you know, just thank you so much for everything for coming out here. If you got something from this, share it um I don't care if it's on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the hell it is, just share it for somebody because there's people out there. I've been getting a lot of feedback from a lot of you. So just share this with somebody and tell them, you know, tell them to hit me up and listen to the podcast. I appreciate you.